Hello and welcome to the Zwift SBS podcast. Last year, I rode the most kilometres I've ridden in more than a decade, and a fair portion of it was on Zwift. Mainly because it's fun, the bonus was I got fitter in the process. Zwift had me riding with friends from all over the world on courses all over the world. It also got my competitive spirit going, so I made the most of the structured workouts in an effort to get the better of my mates on our weekly meetups. All you need is a bike, trainer, and the Zwift app. Get a free seven-day trial at Zwift.com. Right on. Bonjour, 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 and uh, welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Before we start, let me remind you that you can uh, download or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash cyclingcentral or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Joining me is Dave McKenzie. Hi, Dave. Oh, it's mate, been a while. It's been a while. I've done a 12-hour shift. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but I'm great. I feel great because... You look fresh. I, Not. God, yeah, no. I don't. And, and uh, I think the, the smelling scents aren't that yeah. good either coming out of me, but let's not go there. I'm glad you mentioned it, not me. You know? <laughs> I'm looking across a, 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 a um, grass field that we're in. Towards the presentations, yeah. we can hear, and I can just see Luke Platt. The smile is shining yeah. brightly. This kid is something special. We knew absolutely, he was something yeah. special, but he, that was a supersonic ride. Yeah, absolutely. So you understood Luke Plab just won, and minutes ago, just won the national championship. Uh, it's been a whole week, so we're not going to go down to all the details, and everything is available on our website. But uh, if we just look at Super Sunday, uh, first of all, the women's race. Again, Nicole Frain was a bit of a surprise, but what a winner. Yeah, look, uh, yes, she's been stepping up the sort of last two to three years, so... Not a big surprise, but look, she certainly, I didn't have her marked in, in, on my start list as a potential winner today. I had a lot of other riders, more seasoned pros like Rach Nalen, for example, Grace Brown, who we yeah. we know is world-class, um, but super deserving, super, super deserving of Cole Frayne. One of the best women's uh, road, nats, road races I think I've seen here. And I said to Nicole, sort of in the green room before she went up on stage you know I congratulated her and I said she who dares wins and she said yeah, yeah <laughs> absolutely right she said I thought why not and that's it sometimes you got to throw yourself out there and look Matilda Reynolds who I got a soft spot for I think yeah. you have too she's been a sort of regular on the on the podcast you know what actually regular on the podcast we'll listen to her in a minute oh because uh, oh, I, so I bumped good. I bumped into her yeah and uh, just on the co- on the hill it was she so did, good she did nothing wrong and no. she did no. she did yeah. she just dared a bit earlier and you know she got caught at the wrong time 400 meters from the top of the climb as you know I was on on the top of the yeah. climb for most of the day so but there were so many stories to talk about from the women's race absolutely let's listen to the winner first Nicole Frain your new your Australian champion for 2022 when I attacked I I had a feeling I'd, um, I trust my cornering and I was like, I reckon I can open a gap and if that gap opens, I'd, I have to go all in. The, the girls that I was up against, you know, Ruby and that, I'm not going to, generally I'm not going to out-sprint those girls. Ruby's on fire right now, so um, I, I had to take that chance. And it, it, you see it, it, it pays off or it doesn't, and I, it paid off today. You haven't been in the sport that long. Did you dream of getting that jersey one day and how does that feel today? I've definitely replayed this so many times and I've had plenty of people telling me it could be possible but maybe um, a Wednesday I didn't have the best time trial um, and probably been in my head a little bit since then um, but yeah it, it came it came good today so yeah I've, I've only been in the sport for four years so this is my fourth nationals 
So yeah, I'm pretty happy with that. <laughs> so that was Nicole Frayne. It's, it's refreshing. You know, it's refreshing. And this this team, Rock Salt, as well, uh, they, they, they're going to have a go at Europe next year as well. So it's really good to think and to know that the, the jersey will be on the shoulder of someone that will be racing in Europe next year. Yeah, they've been at it for a bunch of years now. And look, their manager, or their management, I should say, and, you know, they've invested a lot of time, money, um, and... and you know, this is now bearing the fruits of that. And, uh, you know, riders like Peter Mullins, you know, let's not forget yeah. a former Australian road champion on this course, multiple Australian road champion in all disciplines. She played a really key role today, just in marshalling uh, her teammates around Nicole, and they really set it up for her. And, uh, you know, like I said, Nicole's been, she stepped up last year. We saw it over in Adelaide, in fact, at the, the, the sort of revamp to it out under. She was really good there. She obviously put a lot of work into this one mm -hmm. and it's paid off. Yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned Matilda Reynolds just uh, before and I said I just bumped into her. It's actually real. I was walking down from seeing you sweating it up on the, <laughs> on the hill over there. And what do I see? Matilda Reynolds just sitting on a chair watching the end of the race. Uh, let's listen to her. What a day for you. It wasn't meant to be, but what an effort. Yeah, thanks so much, um, Christoph. Yeah, it was a, a tough day, but that's what we come for. We come to nationals and everyone's in their best form. And uh, it's, you know, I, I, I was hopeful to get in an early break, which didn't happen, but I was just really happy that um, I could make an impact on the race. And really, I've been training so hard for this course that I was able to show that today and really haven't been working on my sprint much at all, but really just trying to turn myself in a bit more of a hill climber. And I was just really glad that my strength came to the forefront today. Day and it was a tough tough race I know I did a little bit too much work early on in covering a few breaks but we we're all in for Amber and she did a, a great uh, great great race herself and it's always tricky to master that that sprint which we saw with um, yeah with the ending one of the last time we got you on a podcast you said stuff it I'm living my life here and I'm going to the US seriously that's made an impact on you yeah yeah, I was really fortunate last year to, um, you know, avoid sort of some of the lockdown and, and take my racing to the US. And look, I'm just here. I, I really, it's all about experiences for me in cycling. And um, right now, this is a chapter and a moment in my life where, uh, you know, this is the fittest I'll be and I want to utilise that as much as possible. And so, yeah, I'd love to get to Europe, but, um, you know, that wasn't possible last year. So just took my opportunities where they were possible. And yeah, it's all about living life. Where, and so just tried to do that uh, in the US and had some great results there and experiences. And um, yeah, I've sort of got to hurry slowly sometimes, but um, try to build up those experiences to bring them to races like this. It was fun to follow you on social media, discovering the, the American way of life. Uh, one last question, what's, what's in it for you in 2022 then? Yeah, I um, I don't usually do any resolutions or think about too many goals until January's over because it's it is all about the moment and um, you know we go on to tour down under so trying to stay COVID free, healthy, well and hopefully take this fitness um, across to there and get through the summer of cycling and reassess and and go from there. But hopefully, uh, yeah, just more racing, more experiences and really excited to be with a new team in Formate Team X and uh, yeah, hopefully those opportunities then doors will open. And hey, how beautiful is racing in Australia, honestly. 
Oh, I think um, massive shout out to all the event organisers, the volunteers, the sponsors. I, I can't fathom what it's like to try to put on an event in these times, but they've kept pushing forward. And, you know, it has been to the detriment a little bit with COVID, some of the development of, of Australian cyclists. It's just been so hard to get overseas and very challenging. But I think these opportunities are really important. So the fact that they could put this on whilst it sort of rages around us safely um, is, uh, is a massive credit to them. And so a massive thank you for that opportunity to race. Martina Reynolds, thank you. And uh, hopefully we'll speak to you all across the year. Anytime, mate, anytime. So that was Matilda Reynolds. We do have a soft spot for, for Matilda Reynolds, absolutely. Uh, and, and, you know, what she says here, the stint in the US really, really made a difference for her. Yeah, yeah, Matilda's, look, she's, um, she's class. She's, she's classy on and off the bike. She's a really lovely person and, um, you know... I, We're going to see a lot more of Matilda. I hope so. And uh, I think she could stand on the top step here one day. You know, she didn't get a medal today. But to me, she was the story. She was out there. She was so close. Because she, if she had made it over that climb in front the last time, she's actually fairly quick as well. Uh, on her own, I should say. But she's actually fairly quick as well. So... Look, there's a lot that unfolded, but um, no, another great performance. Yeah. Uh, can we talk about Grace Brown? Uh, yeah. Grace Brown had a good week. Uh, she She's actually national champion in uh, in time trial. Uh, she, I mean, I spoke to her a few months ago. She was really targeting that time trial one, so that that is great. Uh, she just came close. Another second place yes. for her. This is almost heartbreaking. This is the fourth podium yeah, in probably. the road race for yeah, her, I think. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and, and another second place, although she's done it on her own this time because she was alone from her team FDJ. Uh, it must have been a bit tough for her to come back here and albeit Bike Exchange wasn't a big team either, but she was like dead alone, really, yeah, really alone. Yeah. Yeah, and really marked as well. Yeah, that last bit you just said, to me that was the, the probably the bit that, you know, stopped her from winning. She had the big target on the back. Um, you know, they, she's world class. Yeah. She's, won, she's won World Cup races in Europe. You know, she was second in Liège. She's won two in, up in Belgium. And, and she's, as we said, she's already had three podiums here. So it was right for her today. Her time will come. I'm absolutely convinced of that. It's just not today. And uh, you know what? She's going to a new team, French team FDJ, as you mentioned. Uh, but any time try next year, she will carry that jersey every single race so when we look at the you know all the races that have a time trial she'll be there with the jersey yeah yeah that's the other side i mean i'm sort of reflecting on the road race but you're right she's she's got a gold medal with the tt and she and she will fry some big fish in yeah. europe this year she will she'll do something special yeah. and who knows it could be donning the yellow jersey at the tour de france yeah um you know oh, in yeah. July. yeah and then there's a world championship at the end but yeah. that's a that's a whole new, i mean there's another 160 something pods we have to do in between Michael. oh jesus <laughs> calm down don't, yeah. don't skip too far ahead <laughs> okay let's talk about the men's road race now uh we just mentioned at the beginning of this podcast luke plapp is a winner i mean i tweeted it what he's a still year here, by the way oh, yeah, yeah. he's still floating around absolutely he's lapping, lapping but it up. what oh. a year the boy had Remember where he yeah. was last year on this course? He cooked it last year here, but he it, learned this stuff. Yeah, it was interesting. In the, in the post-race interview, and I'm sure you can go back on SPS On Demand and, and, and listen to it and watch it, and, and he sort of alluded, alluded to it and I, um, before I even asked him the question. I think he said, you know, I learned my lesson from last year. Um, you know, he went out early. And remember last year, he had a two-and-a-half-minute advantage yeah. at one point. And I thought, gee, one more lap at that advantage, they won't catch him. And then he capitulated. He waited. He was patient this year. 
Robbie and, and, and Maddie were saying it in the commentary, he's being patient, he's being patient, he's not, you know, he's not putting himself up there. Probably Durbo, if anything, probably sort of spent a few bickies, I thought, a few too many, whereas Plappy Road, I think, the smarter race today, and you saw in the end it paid off. Yeah, okay, let's listen to uh, Luke Plapp. Oh, mate, that was, that was pretty fun out there. Just had to play the cards right and really be patient. <laughs> Played the cards right and waited, and I oh, just can't believe it paid off. Was it a bit of an advantage almost because you were one out? I know there were other guys that were one out, but was that an advantage for you in some ways today? Yes, I know. It, it adds like, I, I guess you get a lot more nervous when a break goes up and you're like, is someone else going to bring it back or is it going to be up to you? There was one moment where I got real, real worried and had to shut it down on the climb. But apart from that, uh, I was lucky just to sit on at the back and buy my time and wait until I felt like it was time to go. Guys like Durbridge were there. Jimmy Whelan, he was obviously sensational, but wasn't an easy one, was it? No, not at all. It was oh, Jimmy's class acted. I was so glad to see him out there. And, if I couldn't win it, I was glad Jimmy was up there. Um, but no, it was, oh, I couldn't be happier, Macca. And uh, just those last couple of laps, take, it through, take us through it, because we never know here. Watching it on the side of the road, it's really hard to pick you guys. Someone was flying three laps to go, four laps to go, but it all changes. How confident were you in the last couple of laps? Look, a lot of it was just learning from last year. Um, there was a lot of moments there with like six laps to go, four laps to go, that I was like, this is the moment, this is the moment. But after last year and going too early and blowing up, I knew I really just had to wait and almost risk losing the race to win it. Um, and then, yeah, coming into two to go, I just I knew it was the time to go. So. And uh, what about the new team? You get to wear the jersey for one race. Now you're in national colours. Yeah, it's not bad. It's a pleasure to be in this team and I can't wait to take this jersey back to Europe. Good stuff. Good luck and good luck for the rest of the year. Thanks, Macca. So that was Lucas Plapp uh, straight after the, the, the win, your new uh, Australian national champion. Uh, let's have a word for uh, our dear Willen, uh, because you, you, can f you can feel for him, because you know being caught out by someone like Luke Plapp, but just in the last few kilometers of the race, uh, let's say, like Matthew Keenan would say, he's going to learn from this. Yes, look, it's, um, I've got to say, driving down, I, I drive behind the group, uh, the second last time because I had to get back down obviously to you drove the... and you let me walk down yeah, yeah sorry okay. mate oh, damn I've just let that out, the cat out of the bag um, and I said to Gracie Alvin next to me I said I want Jimmy to win and I've actually really I'm not sure if I've actually ever met James Will and I've spoken to him on the phone um, but we haven't really crossed paths but you know he's another from all accounts around the cycling bubble he's a lovely guy not that Plapp he's not yeah. he's a great guy as well but it, it's you know it's a hard luck story he, he couldn't get a World Tour contract. So he's come back to Bridge Lane. So he's back in an Australian team. He's still worthy to be in the World Tour. Yeah. He's at that level. So this just would have been a great victory. And who knows, it may have got him something. It still might. But yeah, look, it's, it's bittersweet in a way, I guess. Silver medal is massive. And look, when he came across the line, the first person he sought out and the first person Plappy sought out was each other and they yeah. hugged it out and that was you know that just shows the camaraderie between them yeah absolutely if we just go back to uh, to Lucas Plapp uh, first year at Ineos contract signed uh, you know not that long ago when you when you look on the grand scheme of things he hasn't really you know moved to the team yet he's here with the colors he's here with the bike uh, but he was he, turning up I think he turned up to Q Boulevard Crits the <laughs> other week actually like seriously and now he's on a national road title <laughs> yeah but like, he could not do the time trial because his girlfriend had COVID yes. so he was 
because of close contact. So yes. frustration there. He let that, that frustration. Only by a day. Yeah, apparently. exactly. Like yeah. He, one more day and he would have been able to ride yeah, the 2 Yeah, 100%. Yeah. But like frustration, I guess, of, of you've been a rider. You know, if you can't ride for any other reason than a physical reason, you're frustrated. So tonight, today, he sort of lashed out and got, got the better of that frustration, I guess. But as a new rider coming to a team like Ineos, where you have the like of Richie Porte, in there, he's coming with a jersey of the national champion. I mean, that's big. That's yeah. big in itself, yeah? Yeah, it's huge, it's huge. And look, it is, you know, one of the biggest teams in the world, we know that, but no, no, they'd be they'd be saying to themselves, we've just signed another good one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they knew it, they knew it. We, and we all knew it, obviously, but you know, this is confirmation for them now. They're yeah. like, okay, yeah, this kid's, he's, be, he's more than good. Yeah. So this is great, you know, and this is, I know Richie Port would be back home going, Wow, because Richie played a real role yeah. in getting him signed. It was it all happened from the Nationals and Tour Down Under last year. Yeah, Richie 100%. was so impressed with him. Yeah. Uh, and let's talk about uh, the defending champion, uh, which was uh, Cam Meyer. Yep. Uh, he came in here with uh, having won the, the jersey twice in a row. There was a bit of out to play. He could have been the first rider to win it three times in a row in the modern era. Yeah, yeah. John uh, Trevara, can you believe that? Yeah, he's done it before. He's done everything, John think, Trevara. <laughs> if there's not, like, we think we say every now and then, we think, nah, okay, John hasn't done this. <laughs> yep, he's actually done it. Unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. Uh, the, the money's Johnny, a legend. Johnny, Johnny Damani, Johnny Tomorrow, <laughs> Ify, as Matt Keenan said, that's his nicknames. And there's a few more. I just love the guy. But you're right, he's, he's, he's one of the only ones that's done it three times in mm. a row. So this was at play today, but uh, you know what? I actually bumped into Cap Meyer as well, as, as soon as he retired. And he, he had a moment for me, yeah. and he's just a, a nice guy. And he tells us what happened today. I'm sitting here just in front of the, the Jayco van with uh, Cam Meyer. Uh, obviously, you had to retire for this race. You were the reigning champion here. How do you feel? Uh, I'm all right. I didn't have any expectations today. I've really been on the road training for about three weeks. I uh, had a hand operation in November, um, carpal tunnel surgery, so it was pretty pretty big. And it's been a been a long road back. I haven't raced since May, the Giro. Had a lot of uh, troubles in 2021. So it's just good to be back at a race. And sad, of course, not to finish. I love this race, one of my favourites. Um, but who knows, I'll be back next year. And hopefully Luke Durbridge goes really well. So in terms of the expectation for the whole year, you said you're just coming back. Yeah. Uh, there's, of course, the, the Festival of Cycling. Uh, I bet that's on your target. But what, what are the pinpoint targets for you this year? Uh, I just want a good, consistent first half of the year. I just need to get back in the rhythm of racing, uh, back over to Europe and, and get some tours in the legs and um, just get through them and then start to build some confidence and start to build in that um, hardness back into the legs and hopefully by the end of the year I can go to the Vuelta that's the target is to get back to a Grand Tour and uh, if I can get some one week good good races in the legs through that March, April, May, June period then I'll set myself up to try and start the Vuelta at the end of the year. And then as an Australian uh, World Championship here next year or this year another year uh, is that also something that is back of your mind already or not, not yet? Not yet yeah yeah no, just been out of racing for so long. Um, every race, I've just got to go through the processes again, and it's going to be exciting. Australia having a World Championships uh, again, uh, first time since Geelong, so uh, really exciting for Australia to have that, and uh, I'm sure we'll field a great team. So we'll see how we're going the back half of the season and, and what that makeup of that team looks like. I'd love to be there, but um, yeah, one step at a time this season. Best of luck. Thank you, mate. Thank you. 
So that was Cam Meyer. So realistically, he had no hope. He had a surgery mm. not so long ago. He hasn't ridden since the Giro. Uh, and funnily enough, his target this year, he says, to go and be fit for the Vuelta. That's oh, a long time away. But wow. that's a long time away. That's a long it time to be fit. It is a long time away. Yeah. But I like it because... Uh, uh, and it's, he's probably not trying to ride GC. Well, maybe he is. I'd love to see him just do it for fun mm -hmm. because I think he's good enough. Years ago, I don't know if you remember, but but in the early years of Green Edge, they, they tried to sort of steer him towards that because they totally believed in him. And I think he was a little bit... He didn't want to take on that responsibility, which you can understand. It's a, it is a big responsibility, especially on a world tour team. But he's towards the end of his career, Cam, and he's still a great cyclist, absolutely. And I, I'd love to see what he could do at something like the Vuelta. You know, it could yeah. suit him. So next to him, there was Roran Dennis. And no, I haven't got a grab from him because actually I was too scared to go and see him because <laughs> he looked pissed off oh, did he? on his chair. And maybe it's just a, 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 a body language. Uh, but to be fair, I just didn't want to disturb him. Not but today. You know what? I think you might have made the right decision. Yeah, I think so. Just <laughs> for, the, <laughs> for, the, for, for the yeah. months to come, I think it was the, sa the sage decision. But what do you read in how uh, Ron Dennis rode today? Because you and I had a debate up on the hill. Uh, is he riding for himself? Is he riding for Harper? Uh, for Harper? What's happened with Ron Dennis today? No, I think I, I think he totally was riding for Harper. Um, maybe that, whether or not it was the plan before the gun um, set them off on lap one. But I think once once the race got underway and then got established, I think absolutely Rowan, because he, he sacrificed himself then. I, and I could see, as you could see, on the climb there towards the top, there was a couple of times he wasn't attacking, but he was grilling it on the front. So he was spending dickies and it was quite early on. So, yeah, look, I think he'd be pretty happy, Rowan. He, um, look, he's won the TT. He's got another gold yeah. medal in the TT. So he will wear that green and gold in the time trials. New team for him, new motivation, and he's pretty motivated, I think. To have a, have I love the quote this week on uh, on him. I don't know if you had time to oh, read him, but when he said, that. "Yeah, I moved to Yumbo Visma because Ineos were just copying what Yumbo was doing, so why not go to the source?" You know? <laughs> That's not bad, is it? That's not yeah, bad. It's not it's bad. bad. He gives some good quotes. Um, no, look, uh, he, he did his job. He played his role for Chris Harper, and look, Chris Harper, you know, as brutal as it is in the way I say it, he fell a bit short today. He was top ten, but Harper didn't come in for ninth or eighth or whatever it was yeah. that he was. He came in to win it. He's finished the podium twice here. And Harper, he does produce good Australian um, rides uh, in the road races. And he produced a good one today, but he, he fell a bit short. So yeah. they'd be just a bit disappointed. Yeah, absolutely. So you spend your whole day with uh, Gracie yes. uh, up at the hill. And I just got a quick chat with her. And uh, first time for her to be back here, not on the saddle. Let's listen to Gracie Elvin. But here, first time back in, uh, in Boninyong, not on the saddle. How are you finding it? Yeah, I've did this race maybe 10 times. So this is the first time that I've been in Ballarat and Buninyong, not with my bike at all. I didn't even bring it with me. So it's very strange to be on the other side of the fence, but it's really fun and it's really cool to be with the SBS crew. So I'm, I'm being very well looked after. Do you notice the public more? Because when, you, when you're riding, there were a lot of crowds and you know, here there's a bit less crowd than, than other years. But do you tend to st still notice the, the, the public when you're riding? 
Yeah, I really tried to embrace the atmosphere at Nationals every year that I was racing and it was always a good crowd and especially when they started doing the women's race on the Sunday morning, we got that little bit more people that were coming for the men's race but they were good to come and support us as well in the morning but it's nice to see quite a few people here today despite some of the COVID uh, situations at the moment so everyone's doing a really good job. I've seen a lot of people dressed up which is cool but now that I'm not racing I can really enjoy it and I can stop and talk to people that I know. When I was a bike rider you are very focused and you're always at you're either at the hotel or at the race so you don't get to see that many people so I've been able to see all my old friends. And now truthfully what do you prefer? Big behind the mic or suffering on the saddle? Oh I loved being a cyclist so I still miss it but you know you have to pick that time when you're ready to move on and I'm really happy with the time that I picked and I'm really grateful to still be involved in cycling so I'm really enjoying this commentary even though I love cycling being on the bike a little bit more there was always that time that I had to transition away and this is the next best thing so I'm really grateful to be here. Thank you Gracie. Thank you. So it was Gracie Elvin you had a good day with her. Oh, I had a great day yeah look it's been great and it's But what's, what's the funny thing with Gracie is that it's actually, for me, the first time I've meeting her in the flesh. Because all <laughs> yes. the podcasts we've done with her were all virtual last year. Yeah, and you had you met her previously? So I think, I, I think I've interviewed her at some point yeah. uh, here. Years ago. In, in, years ago. Yeah. But uh, I remember this. She didn't remember that. <laughs> no, no. So I'm uh, not offended. Thank you, Gracie. <laughs> <laughs> you will pay for this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't worry. We'll get you back. Don't worry. You'll keep. We've got a whole year. Yeah. Um, no, no. Look, it was great. And... Uh, and great addition to the team. Like uh, I'm, I'm great loving great addition to the team. And, and uh, look, it's it's all new for her, and it was great to do the the bakeries with her. Um, she did she did a couple of live streams with Kino. Yeah, so awesome. She's had a good um, a good look at it, and I think for her, I asked her this morning actually as we were walking up. I said, "Do you want to be on the other side?" And she goes, "Other side of what?" I said, <laughs> "The fence." Do you want to do you want to be you know racing? And she said, "Ah, oh, there's a part of you want to be." She said, "It feels a bit weird," but she said, "I'm a year out now and." And uh, I said, yeah, I said, I saw Lucy Kennedy the other day at the time trials, I think. And I thought, wow, that in some ways would be tough for someone like Lucy. Yeah. She's just retired. You know, 12 months ago, Lucy was racing full gas for the gold medal here. And also she retired, then came back, then retired again. Lucy. Yes, yes, so. that's right. That's right. So, yeah, but no, I think... Um, no, I think Gracie's settling into retirement nicely. Yeah, and actually she's next next to us and she's having a sip on she's the relaxing. drink. So well she's relaxing, well on Yeah. Uh, you're happy? Are you happy? Yes. It's, it's Do you know good. who else is happy? Who? Marnie Fechner, CEO of o Cycling. She, well, I think she should be happy. Yeah, I think so. Let's yeah. listen to her. Big smile on your face. What a weekend we had. What a week we had. We've had a, a, just an amazing week here in Ballinat and Bunningyong today. Brilliant rides today from everyone. And the weather just turned on a show. So big crowds, lots of excitement and, and you know, just great racing, which is fantastic. So it's not your first nationals, uh, but you're getting into it now, getting into the vibe. Uh, you must be a very happy CEO. Yeah, look, I am, and I, I think uh, I think I was a week into the job this time last year, and we had road nationals in um, Ballarat and Buninyong, and I think it was one of those things. It was a great experience, and I was pretty much blown away by the fact that we actually got to deliver in the COVID environment that we have. But you know, the crowds this weekend and all throughout the week celebrating this event and making sure they came out. It's just huge support, so it's really great to be here. Thank you. Thank you very much. So that was Marnie, Marnie Fechner, uh, CEO of O Cycling. Overall, we had an amazing week here and Beninion, Ballarat never fails to deliver. No, it's... The Is right, it fair it's, to say we want the... the, the or I, I mean, I'm going to say it. I want, I want the Nationals to stay here. Yes. For as long as I work. For, I think they're here for three more years at least. That's the, the current contract. It, it, we have this debate 
probably we, well, we at least discuss it, don't we? Most years, and and it's worth discussing, but and worth just re, re emphasizing that to move the nationals to a new venue, it has to be a, a really solid argument, and you would need a a, a, a town the size of Ballarat that the, the council, that the community. Yeah. Fully on the, the investment and the investment. not just even the dollars yeah. the people investment and the investment needs to come in year one if it does ever move and, and look one year it will move yeah it, it's going to move and and but but at the moment we're on such a strong thing here for the sport of cycling for for all of the athletes for the courses for the para athletes too how we've yeah. implemented them absolutely. now into the program on the same courses which is brilliant yeah absolutely so brilliant. it takes a lot of logistics and operations to move this now uh, a winning formula and start again um, so yeah it needs to stay here for the time being yeah absolutely you know what Michael that's the first podcast of the year but it's the first podcast for a little while bang yeah, yeah. we've we, we have, it out of yeah, the park I think so we haven't, yeah. we haven't lost it no you know? no, we're still here <laughs> and the other good thing Michael because you might have seen or not seen this but uh, I was stopped many times during the day so like, where is he where's Dave Macker yeah exactly <laughs> not just not not just because of who I am no I'm kidding <laughs> like, no but it's, it's not the podcast it's because people are loving this podcast yeah, and, and what's brilliant is actually meeting you guys some of you guys here uh, and and if you listen to this podcast you know who you are uh, because it was so good to for you to just stop and say hi so yeah do it again yeah but it's, it's brilliant listening. we love this we absolutely thank you for all the support yeah absolutely yeah, thank you maka it was a great week with you uh go and get some rest and then uh, i'm sure we'll have a podcast are we very, having, very soon. are we having a covid safe uh lunch next week we're having a covid safe next week we have a very covid safe catch up yeah people uh, are an official catch up yeah we're very safe yeah, very covid yeah, safe but okay. yes we are thank you maka thank you this was the uh, zwift cycling central podcast uh before we go let me remind you that you can uh, download stream and subscribe to this podcast on our website sbs.com you slash cycling central or logger rides with our friends at Zwift. Until next time, it's bye for now. Before we go, a quick word on our sponsor Zwift. On Zwift, you can explore the world while having fun training at home. Even better, you can do it during the tour as part of the Fun is Fast series. The events include group workouts and group rides, fondos, races, and as we all know, the tour ignites the competitive spirit in some of us. Time trials, Ventop, which is a replica of Monbon 2, and Women's Wednesday rides. All you need is a bike, trainer, and the Zwift app. Visit Zwift.com, and hopefully I'll see you on there soon. Ride on.